what Brightseed is doing is taking kind of traditional wisdom to an entire new level. We've always known we needed to eat, you know, fruits and vegetables. And so in that way, we can turn the healthcare paradigm on its head because the whole objective is to avoid going into a disease and avoid having to go into drugs. I'm Talib Vizram, and this is World Changing Ideas, where we investigate how leading innovators are solving our most challenging issues. On today's episode, Unlocking Plant Potential. The concept of food as medicine isn't new. We've heard about the antioxidants in blueberries, that chamomile tea is a good sleep aid, and how a glass of wine can be good for your health because of the resveratrol it contains. What could be a profound breakthrough in the way we age? It is not news that a glass of red wine a day may be good for you. That's been reported for years. But what if you could take the best parts out of the red wine, concentrate them, and take them in a pill? Some maverick scientists think they're on the way to doing just that. All right, let's talk about good health and a brand new reason to eat your fruits and veggies. Recent studies show eating blueberries every day could help your body and brain in a very big way. Now, one study that reported using hot ginger water found that participants who drank it after breakfast said they felt fuller afterward, and that could have a positive effect when it comes to weight management, right? But could we be missing some things? In the same way that we risk missing out on the synergy of the whole plant, what might we be missing out on when we treat parts of ourselves rather than the whole? That's Sophie Lamb. She's a medical herbalist and also the daughter of Scotland's longest practicing medical herbalist, Brian Lamb. She grew up learning how various plants were used to treat certain maladies. Today, she uses herbal medicine to address a wide range of modern ailments, including IBS, insomnia, and fertility problems. You know, 80% of the developing world still rely on plants and natural products for their medicine, not because these people are poor, not because they're ignorant, but because they're safe and effective options. Lamb uses evidence-based science with traditional botanical wisdom to help create a framework of good nutrition. She believes this will help people reconnect the plants in the field to the medicines in their cupboards. Lamb is not alone in her work. Botanical medicine now involves researching more effective treatments. This is something my guest today has been doing. By indexing the world's plants to reveal the power of small molecules, they're able to discover the greatest impact on critical health areas. Named one of the top 25 women leaders in healthcare software this year, Sophia Elizondo is the co-founder and COO of Brightseed. The biotech startup has developed AI technology to find nutrients that can be used as preventative medicine. Having worked for food tech companies and served as a special advisor to the UN Global Compact, Elizondo is focused on giving people longer and healthier lives through plant-based protein products. Welcome to the show, Sophia. Thank you, Talib. Thank you. Happy to be here. I think a great place to start, Sophia, would be, you know, for layman people like me, you know, what is Brightseed? What do you, what do, you do? We are a biosciences company and we use AI to explore the dark matter of the plant kingdom. All of those small molecules or compounds that have a tremendous impact on health, we illuminate 
their presence and we connect them to potential health benefits. And how does the tech work? Can you explain this forager artificial intelligence? Yeah, for sure. It all starts with the plant, really. Forager predicts what are the compounds inside of plants and then predicts what these compounds will do for health. And once we have found a bioactive molecule that is of interest, then Forger can tell us what plant sources can we find it in. So it is an artificial intelligence that connects plants, their bioactives, and their health benefits. And we can interrogate it in many different directions. Are you kind of, so you're starting with a plant and and you're essentially mining it. Is that right? That's right. That's right. You know, you would think that we know everything there is to know about plants. You know, we have space telescopes and, and like missions to Mars. We actually don't know what is inside of plant as much as we think we would. There are thousands of compounds inside of plants. And the world really only knows less than 1% of those. Uh, It blows my mind every time I say it, that we know so little. So what are some of the things that you've learned that we didn't know before? So, for example, we found that black pepper has the presence of a compound that is really important for metabolic health. You may have heard of it recently. It is, after age, the number one reason why COVID complications exist. Metabolic health is super pervasive in the U.S. 80% of U.S. Americans are metabolically unhealthy, which means you're much more likely to have diabetes, heart and liver failure, high blood pressure, and the liver is a really important organ to maintain um, a healthy metabolism. It clears and detoxifies your blood. And so we found a compound in the humble spice of black pepper that actually helps your liver clear this fat that accumulates in this organ that leads to metabolic unhealthiness and therefore all of these diseases that can cascade from that. I think it's a it's a wonderful example of what nature has to offer, what is there and how much impact that can have for our health. And it is surprising to me that it is kind of there for discovery. We don't need to go to exotic plant sources or Amazonian flowers to find compounds that really have an impact. So what are you doing that's different from, say, what health or pharmaceutical companies have been doing? You know, there are a lot of compounds that we, we do know about. What's different about what you're doing? You know, traditionally, uh, medicine does come from plants. Two thirds of small molecule drugs are actually derived from natural products and, and half of which are plant sources. Taxol for breast cancer, the active ingredient in metformin for diabetes, even the active ingredient in aspirin comes from plant sources. Huh. Pharma has known this for a long time. What is has been very difficult, however, is the elucidation of these compounds that are present in the plant source, but we basically don't have equipment or machines or ability to decipher their presence. And so pharma has turned to synthetic compounds. They uh, essentially design molecules in a lab and then test these molecules in high throughput, very effective, like robotic ways. The problem with that approach is that it generates a ton of compounds that may or may not have an impact for health, but it really just generates a lot of noise. There isn't a reason why these compounds would work with our human biology to affect change and health. What we do is instead expand on the knowledge on that library of plant compounds, what is known as the dark matter of the plant kingdom. Mm. And these molecules 
molecules are super impactful because we co-evolved with plants. Like humans forget that sometimes that we're also animals and we're also like a, another living experiment on this earth. The reason our bodies work the way they do is because we ate what we ate millions of years ago. And when we bring these compounds to light with the kind of technology and the AI that Forager brings to the table, then we can be very specific and pinpoint. This is the natural molecule that has a very potent effect. It's indeed a bioactive that then provides a desired health benefit. So to bottom line it, this is how it's different from pharma. Pharma synthesizes or generates like fake compounds in the lab, whereas Brightseed's starting point is in nature. And we believe we only need to learn how to look. And just so we get the terminology right, you know, when you talk about this plant dark matter, is that the same as a plant-based bioactive and is that the same as micronutrients and phytonutrients? Yeah, I love that you asked that question. Yeah, so here's here's a big picture. Plants give us four kinds of things. They provide plant protein. And there's been a lot of conversation about plant protein lately, in particular with respect to replacing meat protein. They also give us oils, like olive oil. They uh, give us fibers or, or sugars, like different kinds of carbohydrates. And they provide small molecules or natural chemicals or micronutrients that are what Brightseed focuses on. These net small molecules that are the ones that are active in the body, the ones that actually like have set off a cascade of events biologically, like that example of clearing fat from the liver, mm. these are called bioactives. They are bioactive molecules that plants create that have a biological activity in our bodies. And interestingly, a plant's genome is so complex. It's actually can be many times more complex than a human genome, if you would believe it, because it encodes for the capability of creating a lot of different kinds of small molecules, a ton of chemical diversity. And this is a source of richness that we've just started to tap into. And, you know, why don't we go back to the very start? How did the idea for bright seed come about? You know, how did you even know how did you even know to look for this stuff? How did you even know, you know, that it was there for the finding? Yeah, um, I love going back to the start and it has been quite a journey. Talib, I was born in a family of entrepreneurs. One side of the family was focused in agriculture. The other side of the family was focused in chemicals. And so in a way, I was kind of born to um, create a company like Brightseed. And I had always, always have had a focus in my career on the social impact that private enterprise can have. I've explored this space as, a, as an investor, as a consultant, as an advisor to the United Nations. And I am convinced that the private sector and that the markets can have tremendous and powerful impact on society's most pressing problems. And so when I met my co-founders, Jim and Lee, in a previous company, we all shared, first of all, the conviction that health was a, one of the most challenging problems of our time, and in particular, chronic diseases. Chronic diseases can be prevented, mm -hmm. and they are a giant burden on our healthcare costs today, and not to mention a giant burden on individuals and families affecting the quality of life. And so we were convinced that this was a, an issue that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives addressing, and we knew that the world of bioactives was underexplored. We know that plants have a lot to offer. And one of my co-founders was a pioneer in using machine learning to tap into this plant kingdom in, in ways that were just novel and new to science and, and society. So we shared values and we shared a vision that plants can you know, hold the keys to to health and in particular to chronic diseases. And off we went. And would you consider Bright Seed a food as medicine company? Great question. Yes, and. 
So absolutely. What makes food medicine are the bioactives inside of food. We talked about drugs as an example. So two thirds of small molecule drugs are derived from plants and these, these like natural chemicals, these bioactives that make plants specifically potent. And so bright seed illuminates the presence of these bioactives and uh, enables the product application of these bioactives in food for sure. And Brightseed is a platform technology company that across the board enables the connection between plants and people for health in multiple product applications. So yes, for food and beyond food, we enable extracts and supplements and even pharmaceutical ingredients. We have an impact for how these plants are grown and processed. And so as a platform technology, we are building infrastructure where none had existed before and enabling this transition and truly this revolution to happen. What kind of plants are you mining? You talked about black pepper before, you know, just some examples, really. You know, you would tell me what you have in your pantry or in the farmer's market. And that is where we start. Right. We have a history of use and consumption for a reason. There are ancient traditions that have used uh, different plant sources, different parts of plants for centuries. And we start with the knowledge that we have. You know, plants are immensely rich and we may already be sitting on that, you know, gold. We don't need to go look for exotic sources. And at the end of the day, if bright seed is to have a giant outsides impact, then we have it on the plants that are known to for human consumption and not necessarily on, you know, endangered plant species on, you know, some mountaintop somewhere. Do you have kind of any stats that you could share that give us kind of an impression of what you've tackled so far? You know, how many compounds you've tackled so far? Yeah, yes. You know, the space of plant compounds is huge. We're, we're talking about millions, probably tens of millions of plant compounds exist. If you put together all of the libraries in academia and in the private sector, and if you were to bundle all of them together, probably reach around tens of thousands, maybe a hundred thousand compounds. And Brightseed has already built a compound library of over 700,000 compounds. So we have sevenfold increased the visibility that society and humanity has into the compounds that plant sources create. And we're on track to, to reaching over a million by the end of the year. And then, you know, on a cadence of a million a year after that. And uh, once you've found a, a kind of a worthy compound, are you then turning that into a product to sell to companies? Indeed. So once we find a compound, we go through the process of development and commercialization. And what that means is, you know, we found a compound in black pepper, but let's choose the specific source of black pepper, the variety of black pepper. Let's process it in a way that it retains the goodness inside instead of strips, you know, the the plant from the bioactives and the properties that it contains. And so there is a, a development of the process by which we can take it to a consumer in different forms. And there's also a very important efficacy track that we then move towards. So it's not only about using AI to predict the presence of a compound or to predict the likelihood that this compound will do something for your, for your liver or your lungs or your skin. It's also about proving that. We validated preclinically. We just published on our first discovery in Nature the preclinical uh, results of our first discovery. And then we validated clinically and we're starting human clinical trials this year as well. And who are some of 
the customers that you work with i are you able to name them would we would we know them yeah we've um Alkim, i can name a couple okay you probably know danone the yogurt maker yeah and they're also the largest plant-based product company in the world and they are behind you know silk soy milk and almond milk for example we also work with Pharmabite, the supplements company. They are the owners of the brand called Nature's Main. And so if you walk down Walgreens or CVS and, and you see an aisle of yellow supplements, then that's uh, Nature's Main. I think you've said before that the overall aim of Brightseed is to turn the healthcare paradigm on its head. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Healthcare is a bit of an oxymoron because today's healthcare system doesn't look after health, it looks after disease. Hmm. And so it is not until we are in a disease state that we hit the healthcare system. And then by that point, most likely the only option is you go on drugs. And sometimes you go on drugs for the rest of your life. What Brightseed is doing is bringing visibility into those plant compounds, those bioactives that can maintain our optimal performance when we're in a healthy state and can reverse that trajectory when we are at risk of getting to a disease state. Because the whole objective is to avoid going into a disease and avoid having to go into drugs. And so in that way, we can turn the healthcare paradigm on its head with the precise knowledge of the potent bioactives that will make a difference. We were taking kind of traditional wisdom to an entire new level. We've always known we needed to eat, you know, fruits and vegetables, but Talib, should you eat kale and I eat broccoli or the other way around? Why? Mm. Why? What impact, you know, does your body and microbiome has that, you know, informs that? What about broccoli sprouts versus a full grown broccoli? We're blind. We're blind to all of that. And so the very first step is let's shed some light on the potent bioactives that are there so that we can be very precise about avoiding disease states that require the care of our quote unquote healthcare system. So is our current food production system, you know, a little bit broken that we're losing nutrients? Do we need to return nutrition to food? I love that you that you said that because that is where it all starts. The monoculture that drives most of agriculture today is stripping food or is stripping these crops from their diversity, from their natural chemical diversity that is expressed, you know, within the plants themselves. So it all starts with growing conditions, with mindfulness about how these plants are protected, packaged, processed so that they can reach hands of consumers in any kind of form and in their whole forms, in their dried forms in their packaged forms. Once we are able to valorize the bioactives that exist in these plant sources, then the revolution really starts from agriculture. Let's grow crops, not because they look, you know, strawberries that look more red or because, you know, these are watermelons that can survive the distance, but let's grow crops that are chock full rich of potent bioactives that will prevent disease in the future. And that is where the supply chain begins in agriculture, moving to, you know, food distributors and packagers to retailers and to consumers. And finally, uh, Sophia, you know, just last year, if my figures are correct, just last year, Brightseed raised 27 million in, in growth financing, uh, which brings total funding to 52 million since your launch. Really bright stuff. And uh, so what's next? What's next for Brightseed is to continue to build this infrastructure where none has existed before. We are enabling product applications across many different industries, agriculture, packaged food, produce, extracts, supplements, specialized ingredients. And what's next is to continue enabling, to continue building that platform that then enables animal care, 
in skincare and even pharma applications. Truly, uh, we have an opportunity to open up a world that science and industry has never been able to tap into before. And that is what we're focused on today. Great. Well, um, Sophia, thank you so much for um, breaking it all down for us and and, uh, telling us a little bit more about what you do. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Likewise. I think it's, first of all, staggering uh, to think about how little we know about what's inside plants, right? Plant compounds. And as someone who kind of, you know, likes to cook, I will kind of think about now the the ingredients I'm using. You know, we talked about black pepper a little bit. One interesting thing that Sophia talked about was how different plants might be beneficial for different people based on their kind of pre-existing conditions. So we talked about, you know, kale might be better for one person, broccoli for another. And and these are things that we'll continue to learn about, you know, as time goes on and, and Bright Seed kind of does its work. It also gives new thought to this shift towards plant-based proteins, which we've talked about before. If you haven't heard our Beyond Meat episode from last time, there's definitely a tie in there. That's it for our show today. Join us next time to learn more about the innovative leaders seeking to make a difference in our ever-changing world. Please give us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Talib Vizram. Our show is produced and edited by Avery Miles. <laughs>